Aloha and welcome to the Sandwich Island Network Radio Podcast. My name is Kamaka Brown. Thanks for jumping in. The Sandwich Islands Network is V93FM.com. The Sandwich Islands Network. Aloha. The Sandwich Islands Network Radio is the only station that will remove the tea leaf from your lao lao before serving. No charge. Because that's how we roll on v93fm.com. Sin Radio. And then... Outstanding. Uh, uh, Vahini in the house. In fact, they were outstanding in the yard, but now they're outstanding in the... <laughs> See how I see what I did there? Wait, did you, two seconds ago we were beautiful. <laughs> now we're outstanding. I feel like I got degraded or demoted. And what you said two? You're oh. missing one right here. Oh, Kumi. there's Kumi. Kumi's in the house too as well. And um, riding, um, riding in, in the on the jump seat is actually JC, who's uh, who's doing security um, right here, and he's doing very very well. Um, and uh, Uncle Dan Logroni was in the corner yeah, Uncle here. Dan. How's it? He's, he's our call wrangler for the day, setting up all of our calls. Thank yes, you, brother. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. On the phone, all the way, and this is long distance, because this is all the way down in Fullerton, California. That's like a whole other state. I know, it wow. is. It's a whole different state of mind. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, we were there um, only a week ago with um, the... Uh, grand opening and uh, the open house of Ina Creations. Uh, Tiana um, and uh, Russell Price have uh, opened up a beautiful performance center, and we have Russell on the phone right now. Aloha, Russell. Hey, brother, how's it? Aloha. Fantastic, fantastic. You know, I always, whenever I see you guys, you, you all, you know, you and Tiana are uh, really beautiful people. One of our our, our favorite. Uh, always, always um, uh, smiling. Always, always, um, you know, ambassadors of Aloha, which is what you guys were doing the last time I saw you at um, the Heinalu in uh, Huntington Beach. You were our ambassadors of Aloha. Yeah, yeah, that was a big honor. We were really uh, pleased to be invited to do that. Uh, my uh, my beautiful wife sat there all day teaching people anybody who wanted to learn how to make uh, tili flakes. And uh, saw so many people walking around with the lace, so proud because they, you know, uh, learned how to make it, and that was just awesome, just awesome. So yeah, the, you know, touch, touching the culture, you know, makes it uh, more real. Yeah, indeed. Except I got um, arrested for touching the culture twice, so I have to be careful. Um, uh, oh, JC, no, that's just uh, that was just for JC. Oh, actually, okay, right? that was for your benefit, JC. <laughs> Now, Russell, you know, um, I wanted to talk with you. One of the reasons why I wanted to, to, to get you on the phone today is um, you are a tattoo artist, um, and I've seen, um, uh, you know, your work on, on, on display on many bodies um, here in Southern California. So, and you do have um, Ohana Inc., which is um, your business in which you do um, uh, tattoo work and tattoo artwork. Um, here in Southern California, and your studio is at 723 um, South Euclid? Correct, yes, South Euclid. In Fullerton. Beautiful Fullerton. <laughs> Russell, tell me, um, how long have you been a tattoo artist? Uh, you know what, I started kind of late in life, actually, but uh, since about 2003. Okay. 
and so you um, have worked with a number of your clients. In fact, Marie had uh, one of your clients right yes. here. Yes, she... aloha, Uncle Russell. I'm here. Yeah, Marie is one of my favorite people to work on. Oh, you're one she... of my favorite people, too. You know, when I mentioned when I mentioned your name that you were going to be on the phone, she was like, oh, my goodness, it big smiles and everything, you know. Um, and so she shared what a great experience she had. So help us through the steps generally taken by a person that comes to you for some ink. Uh, typically, because I just work by myself now, um, it's, uh, it's a, a consultation process. Somebody will come to me and say, I have this idea that I'd like to get, and we'll do some, some artwork up and show it back and forth. And sometimes, you know, I get lucky and I draw the right thing the first time. And sometimes we have to collaborate and go back and forth to get the design right for that person. So, to have a good experience, um, you know, it's not just walk in, sit down, and I'm going to work on you. You, you make sure that it's it's going to be pono, that it's going to be right, because after all, that person's going to be um, wearing that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, re re my re repeat customers, we we don't have to uh, have that discussion that much. But if I have a new client. Um, you know, we have to really discuss that this is a permanent decision. You know, this is going to last you all the way to the end of your life and beyond. And um, you want to make good decisions with it, yeah? Even everything from the design all the way to the placement. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you don't want to place your tattoo in, a, in such a way that it hinders your, your, uh, your employment, Right. Ah, absolutely. So that's a consideration mm -hmm. as well for for um, placement of of the tattoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, if you're a, a, one of those good, solid blue collar workers, you know, that keeps this nation going, you know, probably doesn't matter so much where you have your tattoo. If you're trying to move into a professional setting, like being a nurse or a school teacher or something like that. You need to be a little more clever with um, where you put your design. Mm -hmm. Would you say that the the um, I don't know feelings about having a tattoo, um, the culture has changed how people view that in, in terms yeah, of yeah, it's it's come a long ways in the last thirty years. How so, Russell? Uh, they've become socially much more acceptable. Uh, I think I saw a study where it said that 75% um, of the population under 25 has at least one tattoo. Wow. So socially, they've become much more acceptable. More mainstream, eh? More mainstream, yeah. You know, I mean, they're on television. you got TV shows about tattoos. It's, you know, it's, it's become a, a cultural phenomenon. Indeed. You know, um, earlier before we went on, I was talking with JC over here who has several um, uh, tattoos on you. J How many do you have? I have about five. Total. You have about five. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your first experience you had with the one, you, you're pointing the one that was on your arm, and you tell me a little story about that. Uh, the first tattoo piece I actually had was, it was more in memoration for all my friends and my cousins that first showed me how to do tattoo designs. Uh, I do flash art, I do carving and engraving, as well as screen printing, and that was kind of... 
an introduction to it. So they tell me about the designs, the meanings, and everything else. So I basically went into a tattoo parlor back in Northern California, and it was kind of a pop-up shop, I guess you could say. And the guy was Paalangi. Uh, he was Haoli, Pakeha, whatever you want to call it, whatever <laughs> island you're from. And he had no idea. And so basically, I just did the tattoo piece for him. And, you know, it was... It okay. was your artwork. It was my own artwork. Okay. But they, just because I told him, you know, it was, had sentimental value because of the depth of the meaning for it. Um, and he put it on. But, you know, even with that, it was still something that was missing with it, which, to be quite honest, like, oh, there's some of my tattoo artwork that I have had done that is poly-related. It's all been done by, like, my Tofunga. So my tattoo artist, who is Samoan Filipino, so he has more depth and more knowledge so he can teach me also because I like to make it a learning process as well, not just get mm-hmm. something slapped on you. Um, but, yeah, and even with that one, I won't do another Pakeha or Palangi or Haoli tattoo artist again. <laughs> put it that <laughs> okay. way. It All was right. a fine well, experience, but I won't do it again. Understood. Well, right. yeah, you definitely want to have somebody who understands the meaning of these tattoos because, you know, even though it's mainstream now, like a lot of people think, oh, this is pretty, I'll put it on my body. Yeah. But then you have other people who actually look into the history of the family, um, you know, not just Samoans, Hawaiians, Filipinos as well, Native Americans. They all had tattoos that meant this is part of my tribe, this is part exactly. of who I am, this is part of my history, it details, you know, the culture that we're from, the family we're from, mm-hmm. specific stuff. That, so, was, that was my case. And uh, Uncle Russell, I have two pieces of your artwork on me, which I'm so proud to have. But when I went to Uncle Russell, um, for me, it was all about family. And at the time, um, my dad was sick, and I came to uh, Uncle Russell, and I said, I really want something that's family-related about my, about my roots, about my Irish roots with my dad and my Filipino roots with my mom. And he's like, well, what do you have in mind? And I told him what I wanted. He goes, hmm, okay, let me think about that. I remember, Uncle Russell, I sent you the idea. And he was like, let me see if I can make this work. And right away, he knew exactly where I was coming from. And uh, off of that original tattoo, I built my family tree, which I have on my leg. Um, and I don't know if you remember Uncle Russell, then my second piece that I got from you is when my dad passed. Oh, And I wanted to get uh, a piece to talk about my dad and that process. And so when he did that second piece, it was just like I had two pieces from my family and then one for, to, to memorialize my dad. And so, uh, yeah, I feel really honored to have Uncle Russell's uh, artwork on me. So, it was really well, I appreciate that. It, it's always an honor to be asked to do something like that. You know, when when people entrust, you know, it's it's more than their skin that they're giving. Yeah, they're Absolutely. giving me their trust. You know, um, I, and I become permanently a part of that person and them me. It is. It's really an intimate thing. Not to, you know, it's really that time that you're together from the beginning of the conception of the idea. You're sharing personal feelings, right? Especially if it's family-related or a memorial tattoo. And then that time that Uncle Russell's working on you, it's really a very intimate time. Whether it's on your ankle or your shoulder or your chest or your back, it's really very intimate. And I think uh, the relationship or the organic feeling is, is so important, I think, to have with the artist and... Uncle Russell definitely has that. He definitely has that good mana inside of him and uh, makes you feel very relaxed with his aloha. Well, so. well that means a lot to me. Well, that is very... And, and it's, it's true, you know. It's, uh, it is, outside of having relations with somebody, one of the most intimate things you can do. Mm-hmm. 
so there's a huge amount of trust that's involved too, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, that that's that's uh, um, you know not only that connection but that trust that you that you have with with the person working on you. Would there be a situation that you may choose not to work with someone? Someone may come to you and say, you know, I want this, but you know, have you you know different situations? Yeah, that? yeah it, it's happened a few times, you know, um, particularly uh, younger people come in with. Um, quite frankly, really bad ideas. And, um, you know, if I can sit down and we can have a visit and a conversation right. and maybe I can direct them in a different direction, then we can still make the tattoo process happen. But if, you know, you know if they hothead... <laughs> you give them slaps. You give them slaps, you know, Russell. No, I don't give them slap. I just show them where the door is, you know? And, <laughs> You know, so so, you know, it's 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 not about the money. It's not you know. I mean, you are in the business. Um, and there's no question about that. Uh, you know, and, and tattoo artists are there. Um, but for you, what I'm hearing is, it's not about the money. It's not about seeing you know how many people can be wearing um, your signature tattoos. But it's it's really you want to make sure you have a good connection uh, with it. And you, you, what I'm hearing is you take really response. Uh, uh, there's a you need to have that connection, and you feel. Um, very responsible and connected. That, that, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, you know, I mean, we have to be honest. Everybody, everybody has to eat. So, you know, um, just because of the way we live now, I have to charge something for my tattoos. And sometimes that's the hardest part of the tattoo is uh, actually charging money for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have given away probably almost as many tattoos as I've done, mm-hmm. you know, over the years, just for various reasons. You know, we're, we're at the, uh, one of our old halals we had several years ago, and one of the women was in there. She's just struggling, man, having a hard time. So I'm listening to her, and I've been watching her for a couple of weeks, and I sat down at my desk, and I made a drawing for her, and uh, I asked her if she liked the drawing. She said, oh, that's beautiful. That would that'd be a nice tattoo. Said, well, it's yours. Wow. And just put it on her uh, to help her heal. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it helps. Awesome. Russell, we talked about two different kinds of tattoo businesses in, um, in a recent conversation you and I had. Um, I had said that, um, you know, I was downtown, I passed a tattoo shop, I walked in, they had like a three-ring binder, and they had um, uh, pages and pages of different designs, and they had stuff up on the wall, and I saw a number next to it, you can kind of order by number and whatever, and yeah. you, you said that's that's not what you do. And No, that, that would be a street shop. I, I put 10 years into working in uh, various street shops which, uh, you know, was a good experience, a good learning experience, and I also learned that that's not how I want to do this. So, yeah, you, you can go into, you know, a million and one shops all over the place and uh, order off the menu a la carte, <laughs> or you can go to somebody that will do a custom piece for you, and there, there's no picking something off the wall. Um Somebody who does the work the way I do will talk to you. A lot of times my clients will give me a piece of art that they've found. They say, I like this flavor. Okay, now I have a direction to go in. 
you know, and then, then you create a piece for that person. So, yeah, the difference between a street shop and a custom shop is just night and day, you know. Uh, in, in a street shop, you're going to go in, and there might be three to a dozen other people getting tattooed right next to you. And, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, to have that area of good mana around you with all that hakaka going on all over the place around you. So, your way of working with a client then um, is very personal, very personalized. Um, it's something that you just don't churn out like, um, you know, like, like, um, Big Macs, you know, but <laughs> you, 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 you take the time. So, so what would you say to a person who's thinking about getting some ink done? Uh, maybe they haven't had many, um, you know, before, but they're thinking about doing it. And, and what, what would you say to that person? Well, we need to find out, um, you know, why they want a tattoo. Uh, and, and it's okay to want a tattoo just because you think it looks nice. That There's nothing wrong with that. But, you need to know why do you want it, where do you want it, and what do you want it to represent. And it can represent something very meaningful in your life, like Marie, mm-hmm. or it can be you know it can be more lighthearted and fun. I I want this pool just because it's pretty. Mm-hmm. You know you you can do that. Um, so we have to have a discussion, and then now I know what you want. Now. We, and I, now we know why you want it. Now we have to come up with concepts and put it together. And when I have a brand new person, sometimes when we meet for the first time, I try and steer the conversation away from their tattoo because I want to know them. Mm. It, that way, I, I, it helps me draw their tattoo when I, when I know the person as opposed to just the art they want. I know that several of my Hula sisters also have some uh, beautiful artwork from Uncle Russell. And for them, uh, in their class, they got similar tattoos to tie the, to represent the, the ties that bind them. Ah, the Hula okay. sister, the, that relationship. You remember that, Uncle Russell? I do. That was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, some of the um, ladies of Tiare class, um, they just wanted to represent, they wanted to show the, how much their Hula sisterhood means to them. And so they, uh, Uncle Russell customized each, for each one of them a different variation, some of the similar elements, but to show that we, this is a lifelong, deep, meaningful relationship, and we we're going to memorialize it with the tattoo. So Uncle Russell was but, up for that challenge. Yeah, even doing something the same theme, the same idea, though, they were similar, but each one was still unique. Yep. yep. And they're all proud to, to wear them, too, all proud to display them, so... It's special. It can be uh, really, really special. What an it, it has the ability to be a very healing experience mm-hmm. or a very freeing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've covered up the names of ex-spouses on people, <laughs> and I've had them just break down and cry oh. because they finally felt free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, on, on a... Kind of humorous note, and, I, and I'm not making this up. I just saw this last night on TV. Um, there was a, a guy that had made a wager, a bet with his friend, that if Trump won the presidency, 
he would get a Trump tattoo on his body. He was so sure that Trump would not win. And this was on national TV. So um, it showed him, and he's laying on his stomach. It's on his lower back. He's getting the face of Trump. He says, it's a Trump stamp on oh, his oh back. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> goodness. Oh, my I went, goodness. oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, is it his face? Now, there is somebody who's going to have tattoo regret in a little while. <laughs> yeah. A Trump stamp, baby. Oh, hey, oh Lord. Uncle Russell, I wish I wish I had met you when I had my first tattoo. Mm -hmm. You know the way you you go about, you know, handling your customers because mine I don't can even remember what I went pick out from that catalog, and was like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, the, that sounds like the kind of tattoo where alcohol was involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all day, all night, you know, all kinds. So, but fortunately the. Placement of that particular tattoo on my body is in the right spot because nobody can see them except if I use a mirror. Oh. <laughs> so, but man, it's, it has come a long way listening to you, you know. That's great. <laughs> Uncle Ross, I got a question for you. How do you feel yeah. about seeing somebody else claim your artwork as their own? So, say you see somebody else that basically plagiarizes your own artwork. And they oh my lord, that is so frustrating. Oh, um, <laughs> there is a, a very, very good, amazing tattoo artist from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. uh, his name is Steve Munching, and he just put up a posting. He was so angry that on eBay, some guy has gone in and found tattoos on some of the more famous people like Jason Momoa, The Rock, and all that. And he has digitized them and made a vector that you can go on eBay and buy somebody else's tattoo, mm. take it in, and have it put on you. That's no the way. tattoo artist doesn't even have to work at stealing it. Oh, my. Mm. Have you had to do finally any legal action against things like that? Because I know for me, with my artwork, I've had a couple of times where, even though it's not a tattoo artwork, it's actually carving and engravings where they're my designs that I spent hours doing and somebody oh, just yeah. slaps them on. Have you ever had to take legal action against anyone that has done that? Yeah, it, it happens all the time, and it's, it's so frustrating, and there's really, really very little you can do about it, hmm. you know? You, you can put a watermark on your stuff, but if somebody's determined, that's that's only a slight deterrent, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it's just not porno. Right, take exactly. No, it's not porno, not at all, especially when... You have this verbal agreement, right? That I'm going to send you my concept, and then Uncle Russell would take it and draw it, spending hours, right? Not even sure if you're going to commit to getting the tattoo. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. basically going on your honor, right, right, Uncle Russell? Exactly, that exactly. It, yeah, at the end of all this work that he's already, you know, sweat equity that he's put into it, that you're going to schedule an appointment, put down a deposit, and show up for the actual work to get done. It's all on a, a honor system. It mm -hmm. is, yeah. Um, sometimes, uh, my friends get frustrated with me with, um, you know, you, you got to start taking big deposits and stuff like that. And I, I just really struggle with that because like Murray said, it's a, I believe in the honor system. Yeah. Well, fascinating conversation and, and, and mahalo for, uh, for your time, uh, Russell, um, giving us a, just, just a 
wonderful overview and um, an education, really. I know on the phone, um, just for, for you guys here in the studio, um, Russell educated me. I said, so, you know, um, uh, the, the tattoo gun that you use, you know, and he's going, um, it's apparent that you're not familiar with tattoos, sir, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let me school you, my boy. You know, and he said, I said, oh, sorry, you know, and he proceeded to educate me that it's not a gun. Um, and if anybody uses that term, it's evident that they're not aware or familiar with or, you know, and uh, true. Um, and he proceeded to say, it's a machine that mm -hmm. we use. It's not a gun. So mahalo for educating me as well. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Russell, we know, you know, you're here in Southern California. Uh, do you have clients that travel um, to work with you? Yeah, I well, I, I have people come down. Uh, I just had a... Young man in from Oregon last week. Wow. He got a quarter sleeve done. Um, I go to Kentucky twice a year, tattoo all the Hawaiian brothers out there. Wow. <laughs> you know, Fort Knox, right? You get plenty of guys in the military uh -huh. and plenty of transplants. Uh-huh. Uh, I've tattooed in American Samoa, Western Samoa, Fiji, Hawaii, and a lot of different states. So... I travel to people. Um, I have people that will travel to me, so it's uh, it's pretty neat. Well, for our listeners, um, we would really um, want you to um, connect with uh, Russell Price. Um, uh, let me give you his phone number: seven one four nine four three seven five two eight. Let me give give you that number again: seven one four. 943-7528. Russell is at 723 South Euclid in Fullerton, California. Um, Ohana Inc. And uh, Russell and Tiana um, of Aina Creations um, are part of our Ohana here at the Sandwich Islands Network Radio. Mm, mahalo. I appreciate that. And just a one note on that. Um, if you come down to 723 South Euclid Street, expecting to find a tattoo shop and uh, somebody sitting in there, probably you will be disappointed. Um, oh. You know, I come into tattoo when I have an appointment with somebody. I don't sit here taking walk-ins, yeah? Got it. Got it, got it, got it. So um, give a call because by appointment only and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it, this is not a street, a street shop, not a pop-up. Um, it is custom tattoos. And, um, you know, uh, Russell works, as we've, we've talked about, um, with his clients um, before um, sitting them down in the chair and using his machine to, um, to, do, his, to do his magic. To do the his machine. <laughs> there you go, bro. <laughs> Mahalo, Russell. Thank you so much. Um, our, our, um, our, our love and uh, aloha to um, Sister Tiana as well of Aina Creations. And um, just a quick note for Ina Creations, um, wonderful um, performance space. It's a retail shop. It's so uh, you can learn ukulele, you can take dance, um, all of that on inacreations.com as well. And um, give that's uh, correct. We we have hula supplies as well. Fantastic. And they're on Facebook. They got a Facebook page. Yes, 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 yes. Ina Creations. So um, a uh, wonderful opportunity for um, you to. Um, Instruments, uh, ukulele, um, dance, um, exercise, fitness, and you can get one tattoo on top of that. How's that? <laughs> tattoo is the bonus. <laughs> Have a blessed day, Russell. Thank you so much. And so Mahalo. 
Now I'm gonna be a good time. We like tattoo on your mind some great island music. See how I did that? Aloha, bro. I love all you guys. Aloha, Uncle Russell. Aloha, Russell. Aloha, bro. Take care. All right, brother. Take care.
Mahalo for joining us on our Sandwich Islands Network Radio Podcast. See you soon. Aloha. Aloha.